0: Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Anderson, and what should a speaker do when disaster strikes? So just exactly, what does disaster look like to a speaker? I think that we can all agree that disaster can take on many forms when it comes to delivering a speech in public. However, I think that if you're on a stage and you lose your train of thought and can't remember what you wanna say, then that can count as a speaking disaster. This is something that can happen to any of us at any time. We need to be ready to deal with it the next time that it happens. Disaster can happen at any time. Anybody can go blank, lose a train of thought, or become distracted or confused if a key point is lost as we watch the importance of public speaking slip away from us. No matter the situation, such as a memory lapse can rattle the speaker, break the audience's concentration, and reduce the overall effectiveness of the speech. It can also be an opportunity. It shows that you're human and gives you a chance to display grace under pressure. It offers you a chance to show off your ability to improvise until you get your way back on track. There are other benefits. Recovering from a memory lapse gracefully usually helps a speaker gain audience support. People love to root for an underdog. What's more, discovering that you have the ability to recover will build your confidence to handle unpredictable situations that you might face in the future. Of course, the most popular way to avoid memory lapses is to practice, practice, and practice some more. The plan is to rehearse the speech so many times that you can recite the words in your sleep. Most speakers work through these repetitions an average of 20 to 50 times. Sometimes a memory lapse occurs anyway. If it happens to you, there's a number of different strategies to survive and thrive through the challenge that you can try. Ways to fool an audience when you're facing a speaking disaster. So picture your speech in your memory. Envision your notes for your presentation in your head. Picture the outline with bullets for that section of your speech. Perhaps you can see it on a three by five index card. Find the spot where you left off and see in your mind's eye what's next. Take the time to run through a mental list of some keywords that might trigger recognition. Now, while visualizing your way back, you can fool the audience into believing everything is going as planned. Use your body to do something physical. It gives you time to think. For example, you can walk in a circle and then pick up where you left off. Your audience will think that the movement is part of your performance. Prepare before the speech a gesture so it appears rehearsed. The possibilities are limited only by your imagination. Take a humorous approach. Look up and raise your hands skyward as if you're appealing to the gods. Or turn to the side and stare off into the distance as if you're deep in thoughts. Whatever you do, ham it up. And then laugh with the audience as you resume speaking. Tell a joke. If you make the joke relevant, the audience will perceive it as part of the performance. So in advance, come up with an appropriate comment and practice the delivery so that the transition is seamless. A good way to go about doing this is to have a universal hip pocket antidote. A current event, personal story, news item that is relevant to your speech that you can just go ahead and slip into your speech. Ask your audience a rhetorical question. It could be as simple as, what do you think? Or choose a good rhetorical question for your subject. No response is required to give the speaker time to recollect. Pause, calm yourself, and ask for a response from the audience like, how would you feel under these circumstances? Listen to the answer, paraphrase the response, thank the commentator, and by this time, your speech is back on track. simply pause and look at your audience. Make eye contact with different people and take a minute to recover yourself. Something happens during pauses. The audience collects their breath, emotions are stirred, senses are heightened. You never want to apologize for a lapse. Dead silence is better than an apology. It can even add drama to a point while you're remembering the words. Looked casually at inked notes on your arm or hand. (laughs) Remember back in high school when some students wrote information on an arm for a test? Then it was called cheating, but now it's called a speech aid. Cast your head down as if in thought and then flip your arm or hand to see the notes. Scan the notes. Oh, of course, you have to make sure your audience doesn't ever see them. When you know what you want to say next, look up as though you've just received an epiphany. Now, this might seem like acting, but after all, you are a performer. As a last result, look at your notes. Though it won't add points to your performance, reading from notes is not ruination. This is better than forgetting your speech. Regardless of whether you have to resort to this last-ditch measure or not, it's a good idea to make up a card of notes if for no other reason than its presence is reassuring. You could keep some type of prop at the lectern and pretend that you're moving there to pick it up. While grabbing it, take a look at your notes. When creating your notes, be sure to use big print and color coding. What all this means for you. None of us run the world yet. And because of that, things can always happen during one of our speeches. A speech disaster can take on many different forms, but one that we all seem to dread the most is the one where we somehow forget what we wanted to say next and can't share the benefits of public speaking with our audience. Our mind goes blank and we find ourselves just standing there. We can't stop this from happening, but we can prepare ourselves to deal with it when it does happen. The first thing that you can do is to attempt to restart your speech by trying to picture your speech in your memory and finding your place. You can also buy yourself some time by doing something physical and walking around. You can use your free time to tell your audience a joke. Alternatively, you can ask your audience a rhetorical question in order to buy yourself some more time. You can look at your audience until your memory comes back to you, or you can look at the notes that you've written on your arm or on the papers that lie before you. The good news is that we all forget what we wanna say next at some point in time. It's not the end of the world, even though it may seem that way when it's happening to you. If we can keep the suggestions that we've covered here in mind, the next time that our train goes off the track, we'll have a good chance to find our way how to get it back on track before our audience even knows that something's happened. Good luck.